It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Take two. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. This is people's internal Welcome, Holly Johnston. Take two. We're starting over. We we messed up the first one because I'm a bad podcast host. And um, take two on my self-help podcast. I don't know why I have one. Welcome. You are a amazing comedian from, would you say you're a Boston person? Yeah, I guess Boston. I do some like New Hampshire and uh, recently Rhode Island, but I guess I started in Boston, so Boston. Yeah, I uh, I had never seen you pre-quarantine, I don't think, but um, I've met you in the Rhode Island scene because that's the only thing open. They don't give a fuck in yeah, Rhode Island. No. People aren't wearing masks. They uh, they don't give a fuck. Rhode Island's uh, it's like New Hampshire but smaller. You're gonna get it shut down. Oh shit! <laughs> because every this podcast has already gone viral. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting all the mics in Rhode Island shut down. I thought you said no snitching. Come oh on, shit! I forgot. <laughs> let me let me start with the guy. I broke my own rule. Let me start with the rules of this podcast. Number one, no drugs. Number two, positivity, which I never follow. I always forget that positivity is a rule of this podcast because I'm never positive. <laughs> Thank you. Number three, no snitching, which I broke too. And um, four, we love Jesus here. Yes. <laughs> we are not a religious affiliated podcast for anyone listening because you thought that I was religious. I did. Yeah. You were listening and you were like, this man really loves Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know he was, he didn't, he didn't strike me as the guy, you know, but I guess everyone has, I'm going too far from liking him. It's all right. This is a this is a self-help podcast where you watch and you feel better about yourself. Good. That, that's the self-help I need. No, so I saw you in Rhode Island, and um, I'm about to shit on your comedy real quick. Okay. But something I really liked about your comedy is your writing, if you write, reminds me a lot of my own. And that's what I mean by shitting on your comedy, is it reminds me of my own. Where... Um, <laughs> Your jokes can be handled by any any person on the, the intelligence spectrum. They're very smart, so if you're smart, you can get the extra layers, but if they're dumb, they can just get the kind of baseline joke out of it. Yeah, yeah, I try to, uh, I don't know, I just like, I like to write like creatively, and I just like, I like to do a lot of like stuff with observations, like things I notice and things that like I think of. And Do you have a writing process? Um, uh, during quarantine, I had a really, like, intense, like, I had to kind of create a writing process, because before I was kind of, I was writing, and I was going to mics, but I wasn't, like, I wasn't as, like, diehard every single day, this amount of time kind of thing, but once, like, once I didn't have that, that opportunity to go perform, I was like, the only way I can keep up with this is if I do it myself, so... I made flashcards, like, I... Oh, shit, you went deep. Yeah, I went really <laughs> deep. 
I uh, I was reading a bunch of like Gary Goleman tweets. I don't know if you follow Gary Goleman. Yeah, he's a we we had uh, Evan Zygmunt on, and Gary Goleman's his favorite comedian. He was talking about that too. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know you had Evan Zygmunt on here. We haven't released that episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. Mm. By the time this is out, that episode will be out. I don't mean to. Evan Zygmunt's yeah. my favorite. I just think about the orange peels and. <laughs> <laughs> no, but get you uh, read the Gary Gullman tweets. Yeah, yeah, and they were re- he did like a segment where he just had like a different comedy tip every single day, and it was probably some of like the best like advice I've gotten in comedy off of those. Do you remember any of them? I'm gonna go out and read them because when I have you and Evan tell me to do something, then I definitely want to do it because you guys are both great comedians. Yeah, so he basically. Um, he had one that I really liked, and it was like, um, it was like you'll never learn anything by talking about yourself. And he was like, just talking about like, like introducing yourself to people at mics, and then just like listening to them and like what they're doing, rather than just being like, oh yeah, I did this show and I've been here and like, so you're like actually getting to like get to know other people. I just thought that was good advice. I need to listen to that. I'm really bad. Uh, I'm an only child, so I talk about myself a lot, and it's, <laughs> and it's a problem. I have a bad habit of interrupting people. Like, I cut people off, and, like, my mom does it, too, so I think it's, like, a genetic thing. You learned it from her? Do you guys want... You never finish sentences when you're talking together? Like, like I'll just, like... Like, my mom will just cut all of her friends off with no mercy. <laughs> just, like... I'm just like, Mom, you just cut off all... Like, they were saying something, and she's like, Oh! <laughs> she just, like... It's like, this is just the way I am. I'm like... But is it? Like, it's an easy fix. Just, it's a little bit of patience, a little bit of a pause, maybe, you know. That's my problem on stage, I feel like, is I rush I rush myself. I was reading this book. I know I've talked about it on a lot of episodes, but um, The Art of Stand-Up Comedy by Franklin Auger. I haven't read it, just ordered it. So. It's really yeah, good. I'm it's excited. a little bit dated. There's a couple sections about, like, how to get on The Tonight Show, which you're <laughs> like, all right, thanks. But just Zoom call in, like, yeah. <laughs> but um, but there's one of the best pieces of advice that I still haven't listened to, and you can attest to this because you've seen me do stand up the past couple days. Okay, is waiting till the last second to say your next line. Mm-hmm. I rush yep. so fucking bad. It's so hard. I step on all my laughs. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an anxious person? Um, I'd like to say I'm not, but everyone that knows me says I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. a I'm a very anxious person, and I always feel like people are mad at me. A little story about that. Uh, we were at a skew last night, and the wind picked up, and it blew an umbrella away, and um, a fellow comedian had to go inside because he didn't want to get wet, and I thought I was the one who made him go inside, and I had to go <laughs> in and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, what did I do? And he's like, it was raining and windy out. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, damn, I'm still an anxious person. I think it's, like, funny because I can convince myself that I've done all these things to, like, become a less anxious person. Like you said, like, about, like, you like you like meditating and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, I meditate. You know, I work out. I'm taking care of myself. And then, like, someone will meet me for two seconds be like, wow, you're pretty high strung, aren't you? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Do you, so yeah. you said, do you write every day? Mm-hmm. I do write you, every day. Do you try to, do you work out every day? Do you have a... I try, yeah. I, I've, uh, like, during quarantine, like, when the gym shut down, I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not losing, I'm not gaining weight. Like That's how I felt. Well, I gained a lot of weight in the beginning of quarantine because I was a sad little boy. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm... Everybody love everybody! <laughs> Thank you very much. I broke... 
I've broken every single rule on this podcast. It's like reverse psychology. Exactly. Self-help podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is a self-help podcast. I forget about that. Um, but no, do you... I have to give myself a schedule. And this is something that, Ani, I want to introduce you and Irish. You guys Please. are sitting in studio today. You make lists for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I really need to do. Because I want to stick to a certain... I've said on, I need to get addicted to good things. So I need to like keep a strict schedule every day, but I'm not good enough yet to wake up and write everything I need to do down. I started doing that since we talked about it last and it's been helping a lot. So I can say works. All right. Do you have like a daily schedule that you stick to? Oh my God. I have like four. I write the same list like five times in a row. Just oh, to, this like, is like, great. I want to hear I'll about that this. Too. <laughs> I like, I'm so like, I'm so obsessed with like schedules and calendars and like, like I'll have like a calendar, a planner and like my phone notes and I'll write the same exact to-do list and like, I'll just like, like, I'll just keep rewriting it. I'm like, no, I got to go put it in the other planner now. And like, I have like six different planners with the same to-do list on. It's like neurotic, but I'm just I'm like, going to make a clip where you're like, I don't think I'm an anxious person. And then right yeah. after you talking about that. I am writing a joke about that right now. <laughs> so do you, do you have like, when you wake up, what is your morning routine? So when I first wake up, um, I usually, I try you to You also like, have a job. I forget this. <laughs> I can have a daily routine because I don't got shit to do. I'm getting those. I'm a welfare baby. It's fucking Alice's. Yeah, well, if there's a Zoom meeting, then that's where my day starts. But if there isn't a Zoom meeting, then I'll usually try to like, I'll try to meditate. Like I either listen to like those, like sometimes like Spotify is like meditation soundtracks or mm-hmm. like. Some of the ones on YouTube are okay, but some of them are just a little extra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why like... Headspace is really good. It's yeah, a good yeah. app. They're not my sponsor. I but... used to have Headspace. Um, I don't You're know. a college student, right? Mm-hmm. No, not anymore. Oh, we graduated, graduated the same thing. Yeah. I didn't go to grad school. I got rejected. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even want to go to grad everybody school. I just everybody! started doing stand up right away. There <laughs> <laughs> was like a <laughs> Yeah, there was a. Uh... <laughs> that's uh, the. Oh, you that's why that I huh? did. That makes me so happy. That's that, a new sound. Yeah, that's when we're getting off track. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Boop, 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 boop. I thought that was the, like, ooh, bomb drop. Oh, that right, just... right. That's the we're getting off. Okay. I, I told you, I don't, I don't know why I'm hosting a self help <laughs> podcast. I don't know how to start them. I don't ourselves. know my own draw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you have your Zoom meeting. Yeah. So, well, I'll usually try to like meditate for like five to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get why people start like half hour in. It's like you got to start off quick only five to ten minutes that's hard yeah i don't know why you start why would anyone start up a half hour that's really not people ask me with running too they're like oh how do you start running it's like you gotta run 10 minutes a day no exactly you You just slowly build up like and uh like a lot of um and like when i went to like this yoga class one of the uh the instructors we did like a meditation at the end and she was just like you only need five minutes for this to work and like that just like kind of like sticks in my head. So now I'm like, okay, well, if I don't do like 15, I'm not going to stress out because five minutes still does like something. So. Yeah. Do you do yoga? Um, I started doing, like I did like the hot yoga when that was a thing, but now everything's outdoor. Like it's all hot yoga. <laughs> <It's a laughs> Is that one of your new joke. bits? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch that Bikram documentary? 
fake room. No. It's the hot. It's the guy who started hot yoga. No. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a bad guy. Oh. Oh, is that like the cult kind mm-hmm. of thing? Oh, I've heard about. Yeah, it's that. on Netflix. Bikram, okay. it's good. I'll I'll have to check. It that made out. me want to start it. <laughs> <laughs> everybody love everybody. We're getting off topic. <laughs> um, uh. No, but uh, there's a girl on YouTube. I watch Yoga with Sarah Beth, who's great, okay. and um, that has I do it every single day. I even did it this. That's a little bit why I was late. I had to get my <laughs> yoga in this morning. <laughs> I was like, I was doing an uh, a down dog, and I was like, shit, I'm gonna be late for this. <laughs> and I, You're just. <laughs> <laughs> Just having an asthma attack in my living room. <laughs> Late for healthy reasons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, I try to I try to um, work out every day, but if I can't, I at least do a short yoga video. Yeah, yeah. Like I try to. I've been trying to do like all like the YouTube like home gym kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be a big runner. Like when and oh, like, were you? Yeah, high school I did cross country, so I used to oh, run wow. like six miles a day. Damn. And now I don't do like any cardio. I just do like all like weightlifting and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I feel better with that, honestly. Like, with the weightlifting? Yeah, like I feel like the strength is like it's more. I just like I feel like I can see the results a lot more than just running because running you just like. You don't really like, I mean, you can tone, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's not like you're not isolating certain muscles. So you're just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're a, a smaller build. I'm big and running long distance did tone my legs and stuff because I had to carry a lot of like I have to carry a lot of weight when I'm running. So mm-hmm. it helps my legs. But over quarantine, my gym didn't give a fuck like over <laughs> a month ago. It opened up. Oh, wow. So I've just been lifting and stuff. I'd, I'll go for a run and then I'll lift and mm-hmm. it is really great like I really do enjoy the lifting but I mm-hmm. have to do the cardio too not even for weight loss but it's a mental health thing yeah, for me. yeah yeah definitely it's good for like mood I feel like mm-hmm. cardio does definitely like I still do some cardio I just don't do like I used to do like five mm-hmm. miles yeah. I do like two now maybe well that's still a good run yeah most people can't run two miles mm. I would say 60 percent of people 70%, I'm just, 75, is anyone gonna, nope, no one's agreeing <laughs> with me, <laughs> um, yes. do, do you, so do you write every day, like, do you set a timer for yourself, do you, um, well, like, sometimes, like, so I write in my notes app, like, if I just, like, randomly think of something while I'm, like, out somewhere, or something like that, I'll just, like, throw it in my notes app, but, like, mm-hmm. And then um, I'll try to, yeah, I'll try to, like, sometimes I'll set a timer for, like, an hour, maybe two hours. Like, sometimes I'll go over it, which is cool when that happens. But, um, like, I feel like sometimes I, like, I want to revise, like, the stuff I've already written. Mm -hmm. So I'll just kind of look through that and see, like, okay, what else can I add to this? And then sometimes I just want to, like, just write whatever's on my mind and just see what, if I come up with anything new and... Yeah, have you been, since quarantine started, uh, I mean, ended ended in rhode island it ended Mm -hmm. have you been doing all new jokes or have you been doing some old jokes too um i think i've definitely been doing like older and new jokes but i feel like with the old jokes i've rewritten i've changed so much since i used to do it back Mm -hmm. in like um before quarantine back in like march you changed as a person yes i changed as a person (laughs) (laughs) we're getting into that transformed myself during (laughs) quarantine you were a small asian boy before (laughs) 
I'm gonna get canceled for that. Everybody one thing, I, one thing, every podcast I get canceled for. I mean, if that's the worst <laughs> they can find in your podcast, I think you're fine. I got Shane Gillis for my guest next week. We've all already done the thing that's gonna get us canceled. Oh, 100 percent. Things you know I tweeted when I was 16. Oh my god. I actually had a bit about that. Who said that? <laughs> Crystal. Yes, he did. <laughs> when he said that, I almost. I don't know why I'm holding the mic like this. This is the worst way I anyone can. Like, and I was like, yeah, we all fucked up somehow. Mm-hmm. We all bucked up. My bad. We, we all bu- you, you can swear on this <laughs> podcast. We did. We all did the things that ruined us. I don't talk about, yeah, there's like some things in college where I look back and I'm like, wow, I was, that was not, that was not good. Right? I look at shit too. I'm, I'm not like, going to say it on here because I just feel like this world couldn't handle it. The world, yeah, I, I feel the same way. <laughs> I, just, somebody's going to give me a dirty look somewhere and I'm going to be like, oh, you listen to Sam's. Like and subscribe. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> Speaking of that. You are also a uh, a great sketch writer. How did you get it? You do you want to plug your YouTube channel? Sure. So me and my boyfriend Nick LaBeouf, we have shout out to Nick LaBeouf. He's shout a very funny um, sketch writer too, and comedian. I, w- I was watching some of his stand up clips. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's very talented. Um. So is he single? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> everybody love everybody I'm getting a lot of these days <laughs> I told you I woke up feeling like shit this morning and you can just tell by how happy I seem but what I'm at, the words coming out of my mouth don't match if you uh, if you like daft punk and smoking weed you'll easily get them from me so <laughs> not a big daft punk fan Uh-oh. okay no it's a no go <laughs> <laughs> just just emphasize oh i already broke one of the rules didn't i <laughs> <laughs> it's all right it's all right you, you mean you love right. jesus yeah 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 that's too if you love daft punk and jesus <laughs> that's what i meant to say <laughs> i'm, I'm canceling you <laughs> i don't give a fuck okay. you should listen to the past couple episodes that we're, we're gonna put oh. out I can't tell how like how strict you are on these rules. I'm not a very strict person. We have coasters that say cunt on I them. see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how strict we are. Then, like, who was this, who did the song? Was it Sarah Silverman that did the, she like sang the song and it was just like. <laughs> I was uh, listening to her book on tape and it was dark. Yeah, I bet. You should listen to Whitney's book on tape. Oh, I, li- I read Whitney's book. I'm fine and other lies. Yeah, I need yeah, to. It's, it's good. My yeah. next book I'm doing is Stephen King on writing. Mm. I've I've been having mm. a real going back to you writing over two hours some days. I like. I know Stephen Pressfield says you have to wait for the muse to come, but still, my <laughs> depression kicks in about. 45 seconds into me sitting into the computer but, and I'm like, you aren't funny. You're a piece <laughs> of shit. That's resistance and you know that. I know, but my resistance is strong. It's but like you should a, drive some of your muse from your resistance. That is true. Yeah. I need to start writing about... Like you were saying, don't talk about yourself with the Gary Gullman thing. 
That's a big problem with my stand-up is I want to be more observational. No, no, not in your stand-up. I just meant like oh, when you're talking life. to different comedians, when, inter- mm. when you're meeting people. He was more saying like listen to what they have to okay. say because know- you're never going to learn anything by talking about yourself. You can tell how great of a host I am. I was thinking about myself when <laughs> you like said that. You're creating your whole set. You're <laughs> yeah, like, I, I got to listen to only I, that's like the only thing. <laughs> I create my narrative around what I want to hear. That's like the only thing you can do when you talk with stand up is like talk about your life because like that like everything else is already like probably done somewhere like well, i feel like i feel like i have good observational jokes but like i had a, a good observational joke about police but then i got threatened by two cops after a show once and i was like i guess i can't do that anymore <laughs> like yeah joke guilt is a real thing it really <laughs> is that's why i try to do jokes about myself but then i feel like i'm just digging too deep sometimes yeah because then people will be like oh you're too self-deprecating it's like well do you want me to shit on other people or yeah. shit well, on myself they do <laughs> i like that you're like there's things in this world that i can't put out there and if you go to your instagram you have a joke about toothpaste that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like i've cleaned it up from here i have a Joke about me. yeah. You can say it. I don't care. <laughs> it's a good, no. I don't want to ruin it. Go. What's your Instagram? It's up on the screen. Oh, all right. It's at Holly Johnston underscore because Holly Johnston was already taken. That's why I'm at Sam C Buck because there was Sam Buck was already taken. My middle name's Charles. Oh, okay. It goes from Samuel Charles Buck to Sam Chuck Buck. That sounds like a historical figure I'd have to memorize in my <laughs> high school. Hopefully one day. <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> Charles Buck did what in 1773? It's definitely something racist. Sounds, <laughs> that sentence never ends well. It's your, it's your great great grandfather doing yeah. something. You know, you know my Robert E. Lee joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, we've gone on so many tangents, but uh, you let's go back to the sketch writing. Yes. Okay. How did you get it? Were you, you studied psychology in school? Yeah. I majored in psychology, but I minored in radio, television, and film. So. Oh, okay. So that's okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I did like, I took some screenwriting courses. I had to write like a, I did like a TV show writing. So I wrote like a spec script. So uh, we had to choose like a show and whatever. What show did you choose? I choose chose Family Guy, and it was oh, great. Oh, really? It was so much fun because I have you ever posted it? Posted the spec script? Um, no, I actually want to revise it probably because like I I actually reread it recently because I was applying to schools and I was like thinking about using it. I'm like, you know what? I've like I've become a lot more woke since I've written this. I know. <laughs> I um. I studied film and social media was my major, and then I had okay. minors in theater and peace and social justice, which okay. is very surprising when you know me. That did Irish, can you believe I minored in peace and social justice? Yes. Kind of? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I don't, I'm not that surprised. Does that? that. The first well, part, yes. That's on brand. That's on brand. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, for theater was kind of my major, too. Like, I was yeah. in the senior showcase and everything. But... Um, my first play I wrote was about a th- uh, abortion babies in heaven. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was about like it was about a bad theater group putting on a play about that. But the whole play was that, and they just kept like fucking up the script and yelling at each other. Oh and god. when I go back and read it, I'm like, this is good, but I can't even imagine this came out of my brain. 
sorry. Are you? What is happening sorry. over for the <laughs> listeners? The headphones have taken over Holly, and she is in an argument. It looks like them. I had bangs, and it was really bothering <laughs> me. Like Quarantine wasn't that bad. <laughs> it's like I've not had have to do... bangs for a long time. I did you ever have bangs? Were you a bangs girl? And were you a bangs girl? I got side bangs. <laughs> I had bangs when I was like really young, like across. Um, and it was cutesy then to do that. And then I grew out of it because I was like, you know, whatever. And then I got side bangs. Mm-hmm. Had those for a long time. <laughs> And ever since, I've had this part in the same... I don't know what side it's on, but I think it's on this side. Yeah. 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 I've been doing uh, my Irish, you ever get way. bangs? His <laughs> 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 hair is probably healthier than mine, honestly. Uh, it's healthier than mine, for sure. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was growing my hair long in high school, my mom... Can't bring my yeah, I got My mom... Uh, wanted to always be able to see my eyes so there was like two years she made me and i'd have to like i'd have long hair but i had to have bangs <laughs> and then it finally got to a point where i was just like listen bitch i'm gonna grow my hair long deal with it i love this podcast but whenever i watch it i look at my hairline and it makes me <laughs> so upset because i'm tall that most people don't see it uh, and also i have hair that comes down so like it, it's you my widow's peak isn't as bad as it normally looks but because my hair comes down it looks real bad <laughs> this is not positivity guys why who wants to take over this self-help podcast because i do not deserve to host it sam look straight ahead for me please Thank you. You can keep talking. I'm just going to see right. if I can adjust. So um, you minored in film, radio, TV, yeah. and that's how you got into your sketch writing? Oh, well, I was always really into writing. Like, when I was a kid, we used to put on, like, skits and do all that shit. Like, you know, how kids Your do dad that was stuff. a comedian. Mm-hmm. My dad did stand-up, and uh, he was in a commercial. He was in a couple... Of, he was an extra in a couple of... Uh, couple of... I think... Yeah, no, he was in a Steve Martin film. If you watch House Bunny... No, House Sitter, not House Bunny. I'm sorry. <laughs> house Bunny. House I was Bunny. I'm like, so I did something with House. It was like House Sitter. There's one scene where all these people are like walking or whatever, and uh, we had to like pause it and be like, "There's Dad." And this is like, <laughs> it's like holding up this, like looking through a briefcase, like a guy going to work or something. Like, <laughs> and that's how you got into comedy at an early age, is through him. Yeah, definitely, because he was always like. He was always doing like characters and like I used to I used to play improv games at my birthday party. I didn't know they were like improv oh, games, really? so I just thought they were fun. So. You ever do improv? No, actually, I was just on a uh, a podcast called. It was like it wasn't a podcast. It was more like a show. It was called Roast Yourself. Oh, you were talking about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah with uh, Ronnie Pascal, I think is how you pronounce his name. Shout out Ronnie Pascal yeah. and Roast Yourself. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and they had an improv section, so I was kind of nervous because I don't really do improv, so it's like off the cuff kind of stuff. But like, I think I did okay. Like, I think definitely, like, it's something that you, if you really want to get good at, you just gotta like focus on that. But I think there's definitely like, definitely helps with stand up because you're you're teaching yourself to like think like a meet like in seconds of something so i used to do i was in an improv troupe on cape cod called the new classic company that is still a new classics company which is still around um shout out new classics company on cape cod you should go see some of their shows when it when live shows come back but um i used to do improv with them and then when i started doing stand-up 
it was tough. I wanted to do improv again, but I felt like it was two muscles in my brain that kind of like... Yeah, it's different. It's Yeah, and they couldn't work congruently in my brain almost because stand-up, it might be uh, to the detriment of myself, but I, I have to write everything I say down. Mm-hmm. No, I do mo- I mostly write. I don't, I'm not really, I've done a little bit of like crowd work. Like I've slowly started to do like mm-hmm. spontaneous jokes and stuff like that. But most of it is just, I write it. I like rehearse it, you know, things like that. I can tell, not in a bad way, but I can tell because that's exactly what I do. And yeah, that yeah, goes back yeah. to the beginning when I was like, your style, not that we have the same style of jokes, but it kind of reminds me of, oh, you put time into your jokes. No, exactly. Yeah, I put a lot of writing time into mm-hmm. it. Even your a Thin Mint joke, <laughs> honestly, it's so short, and it's the best intro that you could give, and it... Thanks. It, it's so stupid. Not stupid, but, like, it no, gets it people it's in. No, it is. It's, like, it's so, like, silly. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean... Whenever I say stupid, I mean silly, and I, then I, I always... I don't take offense. <laughs> There's a comedian, Emma Willman, um, That's who's... That's you know you're a comic, by the way, that you don't get offended. Uh, well, I actually, I uh, know I cry in my car after I bomb, but that's, okay. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I just read the Bible in my car. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> 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 you get one I just read the Bible. Nice. <laughs> it's like, ah, I'm doing better than this with the jokes. <laughs> They're bombing. <laughs> um, at least when I get crucified, I don't have nails in my hand. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting canceled by Jesus. <laughs> uh, but do you do you put sketch writing in like every day or or do you when you get the idea you're like I'm going to sit down and write a sketch? No. Um so basically so me and Nick we mostly write together. So fun fact. That's cute. Uh, so basically, do you the, guys argue when you write? Or are you a good writer? Oh my no, good, we <laughs> we both are equally convinced that our idea is the best idea. <laughs> so we're like, oh, they, oh they, wait, they, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Irish like, is like, I'm not looking up for my fucking computer. <laughs> it like. It, you really have to, like, I feel like, okay, this is going to go off topic. I'm going to go right for where you said first. So no do I write sketch every day? No, I don't. I come up with just, you know, I come up with ideas. And uh, so it's like, I'll come up with premises and I'll, like, throw them in my phone notes or whatever. I actually took a sketch class at Improv. Um, Asylum or Boston? Boston. Mm, I did classes at Asylum. Okay. How were those? Great. I actually did improv with Jimmy Cash when I was like 17 years old. Shout out Jimmy Cash. Why do you know all these famous people? Jimmy Cash isn't famous. No, I just... He, he in the Worcester, famous. In the... Johnny Cash. <laughs> oh, that's Jimmy funny. Cash is famous in the Worcester scene, and I, he's a, a very great comedian. Okay. I'm jealous that you met Whitney Cummings, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't answer my texts. <laughs> <laughs> one day she's just gonna answer all of them be like wow i can't believe you uh, did that roast that's great I like, oh i love your dog <laughs> can't believe you cry in your car after you bomb uh yeah so anyway so uh so how we basically got started as a as a team per se <laughs> so um so i like when i was first started comedy last year i like just went on Instagram and just followed like any person that had comedy in their Instagram bio and was from Boston. I was like, I'm gonna follow all the comedians. We're all gonna be friends. Like it's gonna be great. Like I was just like trying to like network, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I was just like following all these comedians and like I found I found like Nick and then I like found his set and I was like, oh this kid's pretty funny. 
And then I found his YouTube channel, and he had this one parody video about, like, how you only order Domino's when you're, you're done loving Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. When I'm at the most depressed point in my life, when I'm like, you know what? Domino's has some pretty great pizza. <laughs> oh, it's like... Uh, I was I was trying to you know I was trying to get the uh, the code in there but uh, anyway I under, I so uh, so when you're <laughs> fucked up and you get Domino's <laughs> basically so the whole video was like it was it's like it's a great it's a great sketch I highly recommend it it's like uh, basically everyone's like oh every other place is closed you know what that means and they're like oh <laughs> it's like Domino's pizza I went to Denny's last night so oh, I wow. so I okay. understand it was the only thing open. So anyway, so I was like, oh, this guy writes, like, really funny, like, sketches. So I, like, messaged him, and I was like, oh, hey, I really like your comedy. And, I, and I, he, he won't believe me to this day, but to this day, I know that I was networking. Like, I wanted to work with him. Like, I was not, like, I was you were not, not flirting. flirting. And he still won't he believe still it. He still You're even putting it on record. He, on a... I like I have like I have like a piece of paper as I write everything down. I'm like, oh, I just messaged this comic. Hopefully, we can work together. I'm gonna I send do it to not him. like it. Yeah. <laughs> I send it on the paper. No, yeah, it was it was funny because we were we met up at a Starbucks. Um, well, that's not that's real Starbucks. I don't know the air quotes. <laughs> we we literally met up at a Starbucks, but um, we're so I was gonna be in one of his comedy sketches. Um, and he was like, oh, like, I've been, you know, I've been writing, like, do you want to, like, be in one, or do you want to, like, you know, help me write one? I was like, oh, my God, yeah, like, that would be so much fun. So, like, he has so many followers. I was like, oh, this guy's famous, and we're going to, like, be partners. And I was just like, and then, like, and you your know. your dreams came true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we're we're good. We we write really well together, and uh, we have a similar sense of humor, so we, it works in That's a lot nice. of ways. So that's funny. Comedy was what brought you together. Mm -hmm. I was going to yep. talk to you about that. Did you know each other before? But no, you no. reached out. You were I well. You you do now. <laughs> you subscribed to my YouTube channel. I did. Was it before or after I saw you? Um, I feel like I probably saw like something on Instagram. I like... think that was it because I was I recognized your name after. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at networking. It's because this is part of my self-help. My self-help. I'm really bad at networking, so I, I'm really bad at putting myself out there. Like, I just feel like people are mad at me when I talk to them at clubs. Or, like, I feel like if anyone sees any of my posts, they're just going to be like, fuck you. And then they're just going to unfollow me. So I don't do any of that. That's why you created a podcast, so people are forced to talk to you for right Literally. Now. I, was, I, I need to force people to talk to me. Well, that was like on on the Lloyd clip. There's um when it went on Reddit, there was a comment that was like, "These podcasters fucking suck," oh. and it got like a hundred and twenty upvotes. And I was like, "Thank you guys, you agree too." Like, this I want to thank. Exactly. Yeah, literally, it's my fourth episode, but I understand that. But it's also like. I I appreciate because I agree with you. I I know I'm. I you think I'm like I love you, Sam. When I look in the mirror, <laughs> fuck no, fuck no. See, I think what I really liked about this podcast, and I wasn't just like, oh, I listened to like 15 seconds, so I can say <laughs> it. Like I actually listened to it, like the different episodes. And what I really liked about it is like you don't really get to hear from like like low like 
comics that I've been able to meet, like usually when you listen to comedy podcasts, they're all famous people. Mm -hmm. So like hearing the perspective of people that are like, you know, they have a little bit, like a little bit, they have a lot of more experience than me, but like, it's kind of like where I'm headed. Just hearing their experience and everything is a lot more like, it's just, it's nice. And it's like, it's different than hearing somebody that's like a billionaire and LA being like, you just got to work at it, you know? <laughs> I, I thank know, you for telling like me that. I'm not good at networking. <laughs> I, I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> I, I told you I make the narratives out of what I hear. You just find a way to make it about someone making fun of you. Exactly. That's that's what I try. Your, um, your comedy self-deprecating. Yeah. Oh, for sure. are you a self-deprecating? Is your internal monologue nice or is it mean? See, I think what happens with people that like, you know, there's, I feel like people learn how to self-deprecate when they aren't like fitting in that well because it helps them like cope with the fact that like, 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 I feel like, um, because I feel like, you know, some people will be like, oh, why are you so like self-deprecating? I'm like, this is how I've processed like everything. This is the only way people will like me. Like, I feel like I've sort of cut back on it now as I get older. Like, there was a phase where I was just, like, it was just all self-deprecating. <laughs> you know when you're, like, holding back tears, but you're <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. laughed? You're like... I used to be like, no, I make jokes because they make me feel good about myself. <laughs> and meanwhile, while I'm saying the jokes, I'm just really sad inside. Everybody yeah. love everybody! Yeah, this is a real dark episode. <laughs> I used I uh, I was hanging out with one of my like my I used to like kind of hang out with my brother's friends whatever when I was like in high school and I go downstairs one time and I'm like hey guys what's what's up what's going on and one of his friends just goes dude we should just like put her down <laughs> is he Canadian no he like he had this like weird kind of. <laughs> He had this weird voice people used to do impressions of. He'd kind of like drag out his words like, put her. Did they put you down? And fun. Like, I was just picturing like an animal. At, like, <laughs> I was just like so like, I just, I've never forgotten that to this day. I'll never forget that comment. He's <laughs> still like, fuck you. If I see, like, that's the thing. Like, I like when, it's funny when you like, you know, like when you're like, oh, they, they definitely got over that comment by now. And like you just think of like things that you still haven't gotten over. Yet. That's what I I lay in bed and I think about stuff that I did. And then like people will be like, no, those people forgot it. And then I'll be like, no, they didn't. No, they <laughs> they didn't. definitely because I don't forget like, those. They things. go to bed and they're like, I got her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Your brother's really funny, too. Um, oh, in the video. Yeah, yeah. So she you guys should look at. Uh, it's on you, what's the your boyfriend's YouTube page okay so it's called LeBuff Comedy Channel and it's L-E-B uh oh <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how no. to spell it Vlad <laughs> no I do I do I do it's Wait, L- this is a- L-E-B-O-E-U-F okay <laughs> <laughs> I used to butcher we it we read you the time. bible earlier so yes <laughs> um so uh yeah, so the uh, the two sketches that I've, like, co- like he has a ton of sketches on there that a, a lot of them are, like, before, you know, we knew mm-hmm. each other. But then when I started helping him write stuff, uh, the, the two I wrote with him were uh, Sponsored Breakup, which is about a guy breaking up with his girlfriend while trying to plug his podcast sponsors. <laughs> and, it's really funny. <laughs> and Uber Blackout is, like, an Uber service that only caters to drunk people. So, yeah, they were both fun to make, and I'm done talking about myself on Sam's podcast. <laughs> 
Well, what are you talking Sarah, about? I, I, I have you, you on the podcast okay, okay. to <laughs> talk about You your... asked me to plug it. Okay, oh, yeah. So. No, but the Uber blackout um, video I was listening to on the way here. Not a good idea. Don't don't watch it in your car. <laughs> I, I, I hit a lot of traffic. <laughs> um, like, I don't want to be the responsibility uh, for your... <laughs> but your brother in it is wicked funny. And you guys yeah, should watch yeah. this clip. I don't know why I'm looking at you guys. I should look at the camera. You should watch the clip because there's a day where he's pretending... There's a part where he's pretending to be blackout drunk. Yep, and the yep. friend's like seeing if he's okay to drive. And he's like, what day is it? And he's like fucking leg day because he's <laughs> kind of he's a he's a yeah. strong guy he's a big guy yeah. i wrote that line <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny ass line yeah. it, i mean I, he delivered he delivered he de- yeah but no it was really funny i'm gonna take my credit where <laughs> it is. i thought you were done talking about yourself oh, never <laughs> i'll never be done <laughs> i feel like um does he do any um artwork Oh yeah, he's a musician. He does uh, he does music. Uh, follow uh, Xander James on uh, I think he's on Apple. Hey, can I have a paper towel? My leg's bleeding right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is great podcasting. <laughs> My leg is dripping blood. Oh God! Did you do? I don't yeah, even what did know. You do? I don't th- <laughs> even. Okay. I don't know what's happening. Um. So he does music. Yeah, what What type yeah. of music? He does a lot of like, I guess like more like hip hop. I think he's starting to get back into like pop punk and stuff like that. He uh, he play, he used to play the drums, like the guitar. He still kind of does, and then he does a lot of stuff with like you know like um like electric. Like he has all like the the soundboard and everything, and he does all kinds of like he has like a recording studio in my basement and stuff. So, do you in your basement? Yes. <laughs> do you have your own place? No, I live with my parents, and so, so doesn't he. So in their basement. <laughs> Sorry. It's not your basement. I was about to be like, damn, this girl. I got her busted. her own basement. I live with my parents. I live with my grandma. It's okay. <laughs> oh, just, just you and your grandma? Well, during quarantine, my mom's been there, too. Oh, okay. But um, do you do you do music, or do you any do anything non-comedy-wise to get your, crea- not creative juices, but anything... Oh, flowing? yeah. I do a lot of drawing. I oh, just, do you? Yeah, I just got an iPad, so now I've been playing around with, like, you know, like, Adobe Draw and, like, trying to teach myself graphic design. Oh, th- I'm so bad at drawing. I'm jealous of both you, Ani, and you for I that. love... I've been drawing, like, longer than I... Like, when I was a kid, there's, like, this picture from, like, Girl Scouts or something, and they used to make you, like, do... Uh, I was actually in Girl Scouts. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> I, I think I was in, like, the brownies. No, not the brownies. What's the one before that? The daisies? I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. Oh, no. Just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... So uh, you were you actually did sell Thin Mints. Yeah. No, I don't think I... I was, like, five. It was, like, oh, that oh. that phase. I don't think I made it to the, the salesman, the entrepreneur. But yet. you you would draw. Yeah, so that was, like, I found this thing while I was cleaning my room the other day because I don't throw anything out, and neither does my parents. So we have, like, every drawing I've ever made since I was five. I'm like, all right, we don't need this, like, half of a horse. My dad has this painting that I did when I was in sixth grade up, and it's dog shit, and it's in their <laughs> living room. And I'm like, Dad, please don't. Like, I, oh like I'm a semi-okay comedian sometimes. You don't need to put my shitty artwork up to make me feel better. Like, Yeah, all my like old artwork is up in my parents' house, too. But at least yours is good. Shout out to proud parents. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so there was like a thing, and it said like, it said, tell us 
right about your day or whatever. And I just drew a horse over it. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just the most like me thing I could have. Was it a good drawing of a horse? I was five. So what do no. you think? Yeah, but I do like, I do do a lot of like drawing and stuff. And I'm aware I just said, dude. <laughs> but you can't swear. You can swear on this podcast, but you can't say dude. Fuck. <laughs> Do you, is it meditative for you drawing? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you get into a state now? Yeah, definitely. This is going to sound real dumb, and I I bet you guys are going to make fun of me for this, but I feel that way about bowling. I love bowling. I go bowling almost every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, bowling just opened back up, and I go almost every day. I bowled a 227 the other day. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a really good score. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I really like bowling, and I get into a meditative state when I do it, and it's it's something fun, and it's people get made fun of. Do you live near, like, a bowling alley? Yeah, I do. Do you have, like, bowling buddies? Yeah, I do. And it's only, <laughs> it's $25, and you get three games a day you, every single day for the month. You have to spend, oh, I thought you meant $25 a day. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you spend that on bowling? <laughs> the only person who could be poor because of bowling. <laughs> I just can't stop! <laughs> Like my strange addiction. I'm <laughs> just like he's at the alley again, isn't he? I need- <laughs> <laughs> nice. That means <laughs> I did that by accident. I want you to know. That was a good oh one. my god! See, I hate being 22 because no matter what joke I want to make, it has to go back to sex or drugs. That's not. To be like- that's a myth, though. That's not. Tr- you could make a joke about like potholes, and if you can be really like creative. See, right funny, there, I was like holes. No, but I really like I try to sit down and I try to write like really smart bits and mm-hmm. they always come back to like a dumb punchline like that Nelson Mandela story I tried to tell <laughs> last night. Like I really do think that like that's a true story. I like that bit. But in the end, I can't have a I can't get a good punchline out that's of it. Yeah, your comedy. That's the way that you, that's the way yeah, you I roll. Know. See, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the more the more you write, it's like a muscle. Like it just starts to like the. I feel like the networks in your brain. Here comes that psychology degree. <laughs> the networks. Teach me, doctor. <laughs> like I feel like the networks in your brain like get stronger because I noticed like the more I started writing, the easier it's been for me to think of stuff. Like because it's just like so like second nature. I don't know. I get that, and I try to force myself to write every day. And I was good over it until I started doing comedy again, and then I wasn't good at writing every day f- while I was doing that, but. It's the same thing. It's like no matter what I even if I write, I'll try to write clean jokes. I'll try to and I it just can't happen. And I know I shouldn't force myself to write jokes I can't write, but like I also want jokes that I can put online. Like I want jokes yeah, that yeah, like I, I don't definitely. want all my jokes to like offend 25% of the crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like uh, I'm reading. I read this book during quarantine called uh, the Comedy Bible. There's one from like the 90s, but the there's the Comedy like a- Bible. There's like a revised one, and it's by, by who? Judy Carter, and it's actually really helpful. And there's like little like activities where you're. It's like right, make like as many like ends to this joke as you can, or like make it like. So it's just like it kind of like gets you in like the habit and like teaches you like basically like the basic structure of a joke, and like obviously you want to go off of that. 
Does it work? It worked for you, though. I think it was just, like, a good, like, training tool because, like, it just gave you the opportunity to just, like, practice writing jokes, like, over and over again mm-hmm. or just see how many different things you could come up with for, like, an acronym or something like that. So it just kind of gets your brain, like, working. Yeah, I, I, I think it's... I have this thing in my brain. I know it's resistance, Ani, so don't you dare chime in. But it's like when I see something like that, I want to be like, yeah, that's cool. But another voice in my brain's like, but that won't work for you. But I know it will because whatever effort you put in comes back exponentially. Yeah. So you, I just need to get past that voice in my head to be like, that won't, like, you're, you're, di-. you know, that voice in your head mm-hmm. that whenever you want to do something, there's something like, you don't need to do that. You're different. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing that's detrimental to you. Or not to you, but to me. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, like I'm not, I cannot write one-liners. I'm really, like, uh, that's, like, the one thing that, like, I've found to be the most challenging with, like, writing. Because, like, I, I feel like you have to have a certain personality or something. I don't know what it is. But 100%. Is. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from the old lady in the room. You guys are 22. That's why. It'll, it will come. It's just a practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have stories that you can pull from, but it's it just gets easier the older you are because the less you want to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm I'm on the later end of my 20s. So like you're almost saying 30. this is my peak? No. <laughs> no. I'm saying that if you're working on one-liners, then you'll get better as, yeah, you, as yeah. you continue to do comedy. And you can continue yeah. to like go through shit. There's but like one-liner comics though that are, mm-hmm. just, and I just know I'm never gonna be like a one-liner comic. Yeah, yeah, and it's also like I know the comedians I like have dark jokes, mm-hmm. have sex jokes, have smart jokes, but mm-hmm. are like grounded in dumbness. Like I love Daniel Tosh, I love Joe mm-hmm. Rogan. Like I, I know these people sound it's because like because they're adults that haven't lost their inner child. Exactly. That's and I my childhood I felt I feel like I was I wasn't silenced, but I wasn't who I really was. Mm-hmm. Like I was living in a life that was more preppy and more like you don't talk about stuff. About six months ago. <laughs> Till you met Irish. Well, I mean, I started comedy like a little over a year ago. And Mm -hmm. so to break through like the depression part when I started comedy Mm -hmm. to like get through to the other end took some time. Yeah. Uh, The the last thing on the list, those two things really helped. Mm, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But but honestly, it's like, but I know I do it a lot, but it did help. Like, I was a lazy kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to... I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to work out. I just wanted to play video games. And then when I started uh, smoking, I... I know I talked about it, but I, I, don't, I don't really care at this point. We're <laughs> okay. pretty... We're well, pretty. I already said it. Exactly. So we're pretty late that. into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that made me want to work out. It made me want to actually hmm. start comedy. It made me want to actually start writing. It made me like it was the thing that made me finally get motivation because I was such a lazy person. Hmm. And it doesn't affect anyone else like that, really. Yeah, no. <laughs> it doesn't, but it it helps me that way. Like I will read a lot of Bible passages and then I'll go run five (laughs) miles and I'll feel, I won't like nothing will feel better than that. Do you think it's because like it 
it made you deal with what you had to deal with in order to break through that behavior? Yes. Okay. That's but cool. it there it is detrimental, and I'm not going to. I'm not the type of person to be like it's all good all the time, mm-hmm. because when I go to sit and write, that's where my anxiety comes in. Where I'm like, you're not funny. It's it's good for seventy percent of the time, but the time that I'm trying to like be with my own thoughts and write something that I think is funny, it does yes. not help me with that, and it makes me feel. Kind of shitty. Reread more of art. <laughs> I need to reread it. I yeah. know. <laughs> it, I actually do. I've um I've slipped back into some bad patterns now that comedy's back. I think because I've been staying up late doing that, and I uh, it's been eating shitty bar food. Exactly, <laughs> like and like it's nachos on a Tuesday. And when I eat <laughs> when I eat unhealthy food it then makes my brain not yeah, be able to yeah, work better. Definitely. And then that affects my writing, which then affects me not feeling better about myself because my writing's not good. But all I need to do is start eating healthier and going to bed. But I also <laughs> want to stay up late and do comedy and be with no, the friends. No, exactly. I feel like... No, I feel like I like to write. Like, you're also, like... I feel like you can be more... Like, I write in the morning sometimes, and then sometimes at night I'll just, like, go on, like a little thing where I'll just write for like a few, like an hour or so. And like, I feel like I'm really creative at night. So mm-hmm. I don't really want to like force myself to go to bed if I'm like wasting the opportunity where I could be writing something that like turns out to be really good. I don't know. Or do you, what time do you wake up in the day? Would you say? Uh, I try to get up by like nine. Sometimes How many hours 10. of sleep do you try to get? I try to go to bed like 12 or one. So I guess like, was that like, uh, that's a real problem with me is like, if I don't get eight, eight or nine hours, I literally like I like this morning I tried to for I set an alarm. I tried to get up earlier so I could get a run in like I couldn't force myself out of bed like it was weird. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had to go back to sleep. Yeah, no, I did that today. I was going to get up at 7 today. I'm like, I'm going to do all this stuff before, <laughs> you know, coming here today. And then, like, I just like, you know what? What what would nine hurt? Like, <laughs> Um, so this'll, we're, we're, we're winding down. Yeah, yeah, we're winding down. It's been about an hour. But I do, I do want to, um, say, uh, ask you one more thing. Okay. Do you, um, do you feel like you're better at comedy post-quarantine? Or do you, like... How do you feel about your your comedy post quarantine versus pre quarantine? I think honestly better because, uh, like I said, I did a lot more writing. I paid a lot more attention to the stuff I'd already written and said, like you know, how can I make this better? I actually took two comedy classes virtually over quarantine. Oh, with who? Dana, with Dana at Improv Boston. Mm-hmm. And those helped you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, def- definitely. Well, I th- you, helped you're. Me. Ki- I hadn't seen you before, but you're killing on stage. Thank you, thank you. I just, I just love doing. I missed it so. Like, I was mm-hmm. so depressed during like quarantine, just not being able to go to mics and stuff, and just like, like I just remember like I put like I drew a picture of some eyes and I taped them to my wall, and that was the audience. So oh, could, really? So I could practice. Oh, I looking feel at so the... much better about myself. I <laughs> <laughs> just. Oh yeah, I'll send you the video, and then. Uh, <laughs> So I had that, and that was like, so I could practice like making eye contact with the audience, and then I had this old karaoke microphone not plugged into anything. So <laughs> that was my stand-up set. It works. I uh, I missed being on st- So I was broken up with right before quarantine, mm-hmm. and then right after that, I started 
having I was booked two gigs at the studio. I was supposed to perform in New York. I was supposed to perform in New Hampshire. Nice. I had gotten all the and then quarantine hit and mm-hmm. all my book shows fell through that I had gotten all my so then when I, I was just like I was in a deep spiral. Mm-hmm. And that's when I wanted to start this podcast because I picked myself out of it. I started working out. I'm down thirty five pounds over Ooh. quarantine. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And um and I'm trying to get better. That's, that's why I have a self-help podcast. Yeah. Um, I know you've been plugging yourself a lot this podcast, but do you want to give one final plug? Um, I, I think, no. I think, okay. I think that's it. <laughs> You're not. I don't know what else I have to plug. <laughs> All right. Find her uh, stand-up her, uh, on YouTube, on Instagram. And um, some great clips on uh, LaBeouf Comedy's YouTube page. Yep. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been um, a very negative episode. And I hope you are feeling better about yourselves after listening to me. Um, Yeah. This has been bucked up. I just bucked up the ending. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs)